Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Rainmaking Time. It's summertime, 2013, if you don't know where you are in time. We just did a piece with Nia Vardalis, the writer and leading star of My Big Fat Greek Wedding, about her new book, Instant Mom. If you haven't heard that interview, please tune in to that. You should really pick up her book, Instant Mom. It's very inspiring. You don't have to be a mother or want to be a mother to get value from it. If you liked My Big Fat Greek Wedding, it's a wonderfully inspiring book. And I wanted to share with you a couple of things about the human spirit, about how funny, wacky things happen on adventures when you're traveling and moving about. I've had some wacky things happen in my life. In fact, I've had a very adventurous life behind the scenes. Most people don't know that about me. They think I'm very conservative. The fact is I am in some things, but in other things, I have a very adventurous life and very strange, wild, funny things happen to me. So I'm going to share a couple of them. This commentary is dedicated to a wacky, wild, creative person in New York who called me out of the blue a few months ago and left the funniest messages to me. It's one of our listeners. She's hysterically funny. And I'm not going to mention her name because she may be run out of New York if I do that. Many of you know who are listening to the show. I spent time in Europe back in January, February of this year, and I went from England to France. I was flying into the French Riviera, and I was picked up by a listener, a guy who was an inventor who I was there to do some consultation with. People call me from the show and want assistance bringing their products to market and packaging what they have and helping them get their venture financed and to figure out what they need for their next step, how to make it happen. So I'm called from listeners about things like that. So I fly in, I get to baggage claim, and I'm supposed to meet the guy at baggage claim. Everybody takes their luggage and I'm standing there like a fool for at least 15 minutes, me in two bags. The French police walk back and forth, give me these funny looks, never once offer to help me. I'm literally stranded in a baggage claim. I don't speak the language. My cell phone doesn't work. So I don't know where the guy is. Anyway, finally, after 15 minutes, I walk through these doors and I figure, okay, I'm doomed. I'm walking through the doors and there's the guy with a sign for Kim Greenhouse. So I get into the guy's car. Very nice guy picks me up. And, you know, it's a little strange. I don't know the guy. Who knows? He could be a mass murderer for all I know. But something in me says, let him pick me up, take me to the hotel. We'll talk. I'll consult with him, etc. So I get in the guy's car. In all seriousness, within 10 minutes, the guy pulls out a silicon penis and supposedly a flower that he's telling me is a vagina. And these are the products that he has that he wants to bring to the market. Now, this guy never told me when I was on Skype that this was the venture he wanted help with. (laughs) For some reason, he never told me. And he starts going on that if you use these silicone things and women will have great orgasms from this. And if the guy can't make her come, the silicone penis can help. And it feels good and this and that. Now, I'm thinking to myself, what has happened to me? I'm in Nice, France. I'm here to help this guy. I'm here to see a friend of mine I haven't seen in seven years who's in Provence. And I'm thinking, I'm in trouble. This guy's insane. If you first meet somebody, do you pull out a silicone penis or a flower that looks like a vagina? Well, I wouldn't. And certainly if you don't know the woman. So the guy obviously has no social skills at all. Does he think that maybe I'm worried in the car that he's a killer? No. He goes into this intense, when I tell you scientific thing about these silicon objects, I'm thinking to myself, get me to the hotel as soon as possible. What am I going to do with this guy? Am I going to be okay? We go to the hotel. The thing is condemned. This is the hotel he told me to stay. It's totally condemned. It's shut down. They don't answer the phone. They don't open the door. There's nobody on these grounds. 
He's ringing the doorbell. I said, look, let's go to the next hotel. So he takes me to another place. It's in Biot. Very nice. Old village. Very warm. Takes me into this hotel that kind of looks for Klempt. <laughs> I don't know. It looks nice. I walk in. I'm very hungry. I hadn't eaten for hours. He gets me checked in. He's speaking all the French. I don't know what they're really saying. And I'm sure if I'm American, they're giving me a look. I go up to the area where you can have a meal. Everything looks kind of out there on the menu. So I said, look, I'll just have an omelet. And the guy who comes up to me says, okay, and what else would you like? You know, I go, well, I like it's like a sliced tomatoes with it. And he turns to me and he says, oh, but uh, this is what we do. I said, excuse me? He says, this is what we do. This is the omelet. There is nothing else that comes with it. I said, I don't understand. <laughs> now, I don't compute who I'm speaking to. I don't compute the culture talking to me right now. Well, we don't put a tomato. We don't do that. This is what it is. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm going to friggin' kill you. I'm going to kill you right here. Put the friggin' tomato on the plate, you fool. But I didn't. I was polite. And I thought, I don't understand why you can't put a tomato on the plate. Because we don't do that. So the guy, Mr. Penis and Vagina, who picks me up in the airport, is translating, well, they don't do that. (laughs) You have to understand. I'm certainly not expecting this craziness. I'm thinking, oh, screw it. Just give me the omelet, okay? I don't care. Give me omelet, a cup of coffee, or whatever, some water, Vazemir. Get me out of here. I have my dry omelet with nothing in it that they think is so great. I go upstairs now to the bedroom. Now, folks, <laughs> the bathroom has a curtain over it that's attached to the bedroom with a beautiful look into the French Riviera. Now, I have to tell you, that means there's no separation of church and state, people. <laughs> I'm thinking, this is so wrong. Anyway, this kind of marks the beginning of my time in Nice, France. The rest of it was very sweet, but it had this kooky feeling to it. The spirit works in a very strange way. Sometimes you don't know why certain things are happening. Like everything in Nice, France had this kind of funky, funny, weird texture to it. So I want to give a shout out to my new friend in New York and to say thank you for bringing out the comedic stories in me. And you don't have to leave New York because you know me. You can resurface at any time. Sometimes there's a spirit to a venture. And the spirit to a venture is what's there to gather and to attract people. And it's not just the content, but it's the spirit to a venture. So every venture has a spirit and has a texture to it. The creative spirit works in a very funny way. Sometimes it's in control of something, not you. You think you show up on the scene and you control things, but it's not really how it works. When you surrender to the spirit, the spirit runs and operates things. And it's a dance between you and that spirit. For example, here I am. I think I'm going to consult this guy who needs to bring his products to market. I was only told the other line of products. And the guy starts talking to me in 10 minutes about how this silicon dick can make people come. I was kind of embarrassed. Like, holy Toledo, you know, where did I land? I've had wild, wacky things happen to me. Tune in 
We're going to be letting in the creative spirit more in the show. You're going to hear me come forth with more fun stories. And if you like the interview with Nia Vardalos, please send it to your friends, your loved ones, your family members. I know that she enjoyed it, and apparently her mother enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to It's Rainmaking Time. We have Robert Greene coming up, who has written many, many books about power He has a new book on mastery that's just come out, and he'll be up and coming. I hope you enjoy the show. Tune in regularly and tell your friends, and don't forget to comment on It's Rainmaking Time. We value your comments, your insights, your input. Don't forget to like us on Facebook like crazy and tweet us as much as you can. All of this makes a huge difference. So thank you very much. It's Rainmaking Time. Shout out to New York.